0: Welcome back and welcome to season three. I hope everyone has been having a nice summer. I took two and a half months off from the show to get ready for my travel teams trip to Cooperstown Dreams Park Tournament, which we had last week. In our next episode, we will talk about all things Cooperstown. But today, I am Grace Knight, and this is Baseball Podcast Our Fun for my season three premiere we have a real treat for you. Joining me today is a 14-year Major League Baseball veteran who just so happened to spend a chunk of years with my favorite team, the Tampa Bay Rays. Let's get into it and hear from my special guest, Mr. Matt Joyce. Thank you for being here, Matt. How are you?
1: What's up, guys? I'm awesome. Thank you for having me. That's an awesome intro. And uh, yeah, man, I'm excited to, to talk some shop.
0: First off, thank you so much for being the season premiere of my show. It's been, it's going to be an absolute honor. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, of course, man. You know, it's my pleasure, man. I've heard a lot of great things about you. I heard you're playing a lot of baseball, a lot of different positions. You got a lot of really good, uh, good things going on. Uh, So I'm excited to hear about them.
0: Mm -hmm. So first off uh, you already know I'm a big race fan. My dad told me, uh, that when I was baby, when I was a baby, he brought me to a few games he played in because he had season tickets where we lived in Tampa. You still live there, right?
1: Yep. Born and raised in Tampa. I was the hometown kid. I was lucky enough to, to play for my hometown team in Tampa and uh, played there for five years where we went to the playoffs, three out of the five years, and, um, yeah, have some incredible, some of my favorite memories from those years.
0: Can you talk to me about uh, your introduction and when you started playing baseball?
1: Man, I honestly, some of my first memories uh, were my dad pitching to me in the front yard while I was wearing diapers. And, uh, you know, he would he would say, um, you know, hey, slugger, here we go. Let's go. Hey, batter up bottom of the ninth, you know, bases loaded, uh, games on the line. What you going to do? And, um, you know, he <laughs> he would my dad was crazy, man. He had a lot of fun. He would he would like to mess with me sometimes. And, uh, you know, occasionally he would go, uh, he'd be like, oh, right, I'm going to give you my heater. Are you ready? And I say, yep. I "You sure. I'd say, yep. And, uh, and then he would throw on as fast as he could. And of course, you know, I was really young and, and had no chance. And so, uh, you know, I'd look at him like dad, come on, man, give me a chance. Like, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I, you know, baseball was, was really, uh, in my blood and, and, um, I started at a really young age and obviously just fell in love with the game uh, from the get-go.
0: So, um, what was it about baseball that is fun for you?
1: Yeah, I think um, I think there's a lot of things. Um, you know, baseball is one of the hardest games, uh, especially hitting. It's one of the hardest things in the world to do, and it's, it's one of the most frustrating uh, things in the world. So, it's, it's very easy to get down on yourself and to get frustrated, um, but when, when you take that out, when you, when you stop worrying about the results, um, and really just, uh, enjoy the process of, of playing to say, you know, take the numbers out, take the results out. I just literally enjoyed hitting. I enjoyed the challenge of hitting. I enjoyed, um, you know, the challenge of getting a little bit better every day at, at something that I enjoyed to do. Um, so it was a combination of, I really love to hit, and enjoyed the, the challenge of getting better, but I also hated to fail. And I think that really pushed me, um, into working harder. What about, what about you? I got to ask you what, when did you start baseball? Cause I don't, I don't know. Um, and, uh, so, what made you fall in love with the game?
0: So I started baseball. We moved here around seven years ago. I played uh, soccer for the first year, but then I, I just didn't really like soccer. So I, I ended up, uh, so the same, uh, like, Uh, it was like a rec ball, uh, something, but like the same organization, they had a baseball, uh, a bunch of baseball teams. And so I got on it for my first rec ball. I played rec ball for about three years and now I'm on a travel team and we're looking at some tryouts and we're, we're getting ready for the new season.
1: Yeah. I heard you played for one of my, uh, uh, old teammates.
0: Ryan Vogelsong,
1: Mr. Mr. Ryan Vogelsong. Yes. Yes, indeed. How'd you enjoy playing for him?
0: Uh, it was great. I played for him for two seasons. Uh, we went to the Cal Ripken experience in Pigeon Forge. Uh, okay. have, have you been there?
1: Um, I haven't been there. I've seen plenty of pictures. Um, you know, obviously Cal has done an incredible job with, with the game and has given back a lot to the younger younger generation. So Um, I haven't been fortunate enough to see a lot of those um, parks that he's had a big part of.
0: Um, so do you remember being better than other kids early, or was it something that came slowly or later?
1: So, you know, hold on a second, I'm gonna throw this this dog in here.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you know, um, this
1: is pretty an interesting uh question because I feel like so many times we look at big leaguers or we look at guys who made the all-star team and, and we really just think, wow, they're just so much better than us. And realistically um, it's not necessarily the case. It's just, they, they've worked there for a really long time. They've worked hard at it for a really long time and they've had enough time to, to develop in their skills. Um, so for me, I was, I was always in the top four. You know, I had, I think you have to have a little bit of talent to to like go and, play, uh, play at higher levels, college and, and professional ball. Um, but you, you really have to have the desire, um, and love for the game because you got to want to get better. You got to want to do it every day. Um, and you got to want to work at it. So, um, you know, I had a little bit of talent. Um, I, like I said, I, I love the game. I love to do it. Um, but it was also something that I worked really hard at,
0: mm-hmm. uh, uh, growing up. Did you have any other hobby that you'd like to do like another sport or video games?
1: Yeah, I, you know, I grew up in the era where video games were new. So, um, you know, Sega, Sega Genesis came out um, when I was a kid and uh, I loved to play Sega Genesis. So I liked, um, you know, Ghostbusters and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles when I was younger and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles came out for Sega. Um, And so, of course, you know, fell in love with that game. Um, I played a lot of different uh, video games over the years. Um, and I, I think, you know, video games are, are really fascinating. I think they're really interesting. Um, I think they're a little addicting nowadays. I think that you can, uh, you have to be careful and, and obviously, uh, monitor and manage, uh, how much you play on video games. But, um, you know, it's, it's such a cool, um, activity, right? Like it's so engaging and fun and something that you could do with your friends, um, from the comfort of your own house. And, um, and so I played a lot of video games growing up and then obviously a ton of baseball.
0: So, uh, I don't, uh, you might not know about this, but there's a baseball game called win reality. Do you know about that?
1: Is this on, um, uh, Oculus? The, it's, this- it's
0: like this. So y- yes, it is on Oculus, but it's like this, uh, it's not really a game. It's just like a practice simulator. Uh, you yeah. get pitch recognition, you get a uh, situational baseball runners on someone. So, and yep. like, yeah. And it's, it's like a, it, it's really weird. I don't, I don't have it, but I was just asking you about it. If, if you have it.
1: Yeah. So I don't have it. Um, I had, I actually had them come into the clubhouse. I forget what stadium we were playing at um, where we were, we would be in a new stadium, new, new city every three, four days. So um, sometimes you don't know where you are. Um, and so I, I, remember they brought it in and they had us try it. And I love the idea of simulating in a bat. Um, and the more I could really see pitchers, um, I, I wanted to know as much information as possible. Like where was their release point trying to, um, you know, pick up the ball and pick up the spin as soon as possible. Um, I think that was a big reason why Barry Bonds was one of the best hitters of all time. His pitch recognition and then um his discipline of staying in the zone and um and so when i tried that that win 3d um i thought it was awesome i thought it's an incredible um tool for for guys to use i think they're they're still they're not fully there it's not exactly the same but it's a it's i tell you what it's really awesome to see like where where video games and where things have come um and how how much they've progressed
0: so now let's talk about your nickname, Sweet Swinging. How'd you get that?
1: Yeah. Um. So when I was in the minor leagues, I had uh, a teammate uh, named Rig Reed Brignac, and he's actually uh, managing uh, in pro ball currently. And um, you know, he was he just he was one of those guys that was cool and, and had a lot of fun and joked around. And he was like. You know, he's like, man, Joyce, you know, you got, you got, you got a sweet swing, man. we we'll call you sweet swinging. And uh, and ever since then, it just kind of stuck and ran with it. And, um, you know, I mean, I, I liked it. I liked it. Uh, you know, I've been told a lot that I had a smooth, sweet swing. And a lot of people, you know, um, like to watch, you know, me play, watch me hit. And, uh, you know, you get a lot of um, enjoyment and fulfillment out of uh, other people cheering you on. So do you have a, do you have a nickname?
0: Uh, not yet, but uh, some people call me when I wear the Savannah Bananas hat. They call me Savannah Bananas.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, we'll work. Oh, on. and
0: also, uh, my middle name is Knights and I I wear that for my uh, like my my name on the back, like but technically my last name, but it's not yep. my real last name.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, we could just call you the Gray Knight.
0: Yeah, that's that's what my name on on this is right now, Grayson Knight.
1: There you go. The great mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. I uh,
0: so, it. I played in the Cooperstown Dreams Park tournament in New York last week, and learned it started in 1996, which I think is when you have uh, when you were 12. Uh, did you go to Cooperstown to play?
1: No, I never got a chance to go to Cooperstown and play. Um, I played one game in the minor leagues. Um, the there's a uh, there's one field at Cooperstown. Um, uh, uh after double, double day? days double, double day. day yeah yeah, yeah so we,
0: we, day. We, we went there
1: yeah so I played at that field um which was kind of a band box but um I didn't get a hit I didn't get to hit a home run there um they actually uh the pitcher that we faced was he was he was carving us up um and uh but I never got to play in like the tournament uh but obviously you know always watch uh the young kids uh play and and um you know, it's it's fun to watch, man. It's the emotions that, that are involved um, are, are it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh,
0: so um, I thought it was a great opportunity to play with kids from all over the country. Did you ever get to play in a destination tournament like that?
1: So I played a little bit in AAU. Obviously, nowadays it's travel ball, um, but not too much. Um, there was a point where I was on three different teams, uh, it was high school ball, little league and AAU, And I got pretty burnt out because I literally went from one game to, to the next. Um, and so, you know, it's, um, like I said, I, uh, it was like the Brandon crush. I tried out for another team. Um, and you know, obviously travel ball, it's, it's completely different nowadays than it was when I was growing up, but it's, it's really good that, kids get the opportunities that they do uh to be able to to compete uh against you know talent all over the, the country really
0: um so how do you think youth baseball is different now than it was when you were growing up
1: i think a lot of you, you the kids are starting to like learn train um and work with um specialists or experts or i mean you know, whoever they can really find in these facilities, um, older players um, that, that are really giving them an edge. Um, you know, just let me, the 10, 12-year-olds that I see nowadays are, I feel like are so much bigger and stronger than, than they used to be. And, um, you know, it's, it's. I mean, you can see it in, in big, uh, all the way up to the big leagues. These guys are throwing harder. Um, they're, they're, again, they're bigger, they're stronger, faster. Um, the game's speeding up. Um, it's getting harder so it's like man how do we use technology to to help us improve our game how do we um you know how do we improve and and stay at that that same level um so i i think that aspect that's one aspect and i also think uh kids are are subject to a lot more information um which um, can be a bad thing you know there's a lot to or kind of like in the age of information and disinformation um so there's a lot of um there's a lot of things that young generation have to overcome and a lot of different challenges that you guys have to deal with uh, that we did it, you know, we don't, we didn't have social media. We didn't have, um, uh, you know, YouTube and a lot of these um, the internet and a lot of this stuff to, to research stuff and let alone, um, you know, communicate with uh, other experts or even uh, friends or anything. So uh, different challenges, you know, different time, Uh, Baseball is still very similar, uh, which is great, but it's definitely getting harder.
0: Um, So I read that after you drafted, uh, you played some A-ball in Oneonta, just south of Cooperstown. That's where uh, me and my parents stayed last week. Did you like it up there?
1: Yeah, uh, I did like Oneonta. That was my first time playing um, baseball away from home. So I got got pretty homesick uh, halfway through the season. Um, you know, just being home, being away from home for, for so long was new. Uh, and, and a lot of people don't realize, you know, when, when as a baseball player, when you sign up for that life, um, you know, it's completely different. You're on your own and, and you have to, um, you know, you, you have to make your own decisions and, and, um, you know, you become a man. I mean, that's really, you know become a man where you're on your own and you got to figure it out on your own.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so
1: it was a really good experience for me. It was a really good experience for me. Yep. Um,
0: obviously you ended up in the majors, but uh, what types of things were you doing in middle school or high school to make you better and stand out on your teams?
1: Yeah. So one of the things that came to mind, my dad, my dad pushed me pretty hard. Um, you know, he was he was the dad that was uh, yelling in the stands uh, when I was hitting, you know, you're swinging like a girl. Come on. I taught you better than that. And, uh, you know, he just he had a different way of really trying to push me to to work at it. And um, and so when I was young, I, I ended up um, kind of, you know, taking his advice. I was like, all right, well, you know, if this is something I got to show him that I want to do it, I got to show him that I got to work hard at it. And I ended up setting up, like, uh, I grabbed an orange construction cone um, and put up one of his tarps uh, in the backyard. And I grabbed a bucket of balls, and I, and I just kind of went back there uh, regularly and would hit. That was my, that was my facility, um, you know, just hitting balls into the tarp. And uh, I remember my dad came home the, the first day, and I thought he was going to be so proud of me. And he came home, and he was like, what are you doing? That's my good tarp. Why are you using that? (laughs) So, um, you know, but that was, that was my way of like, all right, I gotta, if this is something I want to do, I have to work at it and I have to, uh, I gotta go get it. Um, so that was, I think that's something that really helped me, um, just get a little bit better.
0: Um, when did you know that baseball was your passion or possible career? Wait, say it again. When did you know that baseball was going to be your passion or possible career?
1: Yeah, I knew baseball was my passion when I was young, right around, um, you know, that 12, 13 year old. um, I think you kind of have to make a decision where like, okay, is this what I want to do? You know, like I said, my dad was really tough. And so there were times where I kind of hated it um, because he put a lot more stress on me. um, And so I was like, man, I just wanted to play. I just wanted to, you know, enjoy the game and, um, there was times where, you know, I thought about quitting, but I, I still love the game and I just knew, knew like, hey, something I wanted to do long term. <clears throat> um, but I would say I didn't know I was going to play professional or major leagues until I, I got drafted. Um, it was definitely something that was a dream, um, something that I wanted to do, um, something I, I told, you know, I kind of kept to myself. But if I was asked, I would tell him, yeah, I, I, I want to go play professional baseball, I told Scouts in high school. Our our teachers uh, asked me what I wanted to do after after school baseball, and he kind of looked at me and he was like, "Yeah, that's probably not the best idea. You know, your chances aren't very good." And and I was like, "Oh man, did he talk to a scout or something? Does he know something I don't? You know?" (laughs) And um, and it obviously it's just, you know, the odds, the odds of getting drafted, the odds of uh, making it to the majors are, are so uh, slim. And, um, you know, for me, I was very fortunate where timing, staying healthy, um, you know, being very persistent, uh, really paid off. So, um, you know, again, looking back, I was uh, I did a lot of a lot of things right, but I also had a lot of luck going my way.
0: Also, uh, staying on that topic, can you describe for us what it was like to get the call? Hey, Matt, you're going to the majors.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the coolest calls you'll, you'll ever receive. Um, I was actually dressed uh, in AAA, and that's something you never forget. Um, and Lance Parrish called me in the office, and, you know, I was, I was just tearing the cover off the ball, and, um, and he called me in the office, and he was like, you know, Matt, you had a couple of balls, you hit hard last night and we thought you could have ran him out a little bit better. So we're going to have to make a move. And I was like, what, <laughs> what are you talking about? You're going you're gonna to send me down. She I'm hitting like 330 date 338 or something. And he goes, so we're going to have to call you up to the big leagues. You're starting tonight against the red Sox, and dice gays on the mound. So good luck. <laughs> and so, uh, and so, yeah, I, I remember driving like 95 on the interstate to make the, uh, to make the game. Um, just, I made it there just in time to take batting practice. And um, yeah, man, it was. I called everybody I could on the drive over, and it was uh, an incredible, uh, exhilarating moment.
0: Uh, that must have been one of your top 10 moments for you. Um,
1: yeah, definitely.
0: And, and then you got traded from the Tigers to your hometown team, the Tampa Bay Rays. Was, was that a dream come true?
1: What's that? Sorry, you cut off. <laughs>
0: And then, you, and then you get traded from the Tigers to your hometown team, the Tampa Bay Rays. Was that a dream come true?
1: Yes, that was definitely a dream come true. Um, I did not expect that. I was actually playing over in Mexico. And, uh, you know, uh, God, I was, I was homesick there, too. Um, and I just wanted to go home. And I remember getting a phone call from my agent just saying, Hey, Matt, you're coming home. You're going to you're, you're go. You're going to Tampa. And, uh, and I was like, I was so excited that I was going home. I wanted to go home from playing in Mexico because I just, I just missed being home and I was burnt out. Uh, it was after a long season and I went and played winter ball and, uh, and I was like, oh man, thank God, get me out of here. And, uh, and then my dad, my dad called and said, like, oh, you got traded to the Rays. You're going to play at home. And, uh, I was pumped, man. I was so pumped. I was so excited to, to be able to play where I grew up. Um, obviously that team just went to the world series. So they're, they're coming off, um, some, some, uh, an incredible year from worst to first and, uh, and yeah, I mean, you know, looking back, we, we made the playoffs three out of the five years and, um, they, we had an incredible run. We had a great team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was, it was a blast.
0: So in 2011, you were the, you were an all-star for the Rays. Did you get to hang out with any of your baseball heroes at the time?
1: Um, I don't think you really get to hang out when they're when you have when you make the all-star team. There's like three events a day and you, you fly in, you have, uh, you know, your family in town. Um, you have everybody come into town. And so it's 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 not really a break, um, you know, so. It, it kind of goes by really fast because you go from event to event, you go and then you got batting practice and then you got interviews and then you're signing, you have to sign all these, uh, pieces of memorabilia and then, and then you're trying to get ready for a game and you got another interview and then you got to talk to your family. So honestly, it's, it's kind of a lot. It's a lot. Um, and I mean, it's, it's, it was honestly one of the coolest, most memorable, uh, experiences. And I'm really fortunate that I, I was able to make an all-star team, um, but I didn't really get to hang out with a lot of the guys. But it was really cool to be in the locker room and you're looking around and you see Josh Hamilton and these guys that made the All Star team, you know, five, six, seven times, and you're just like, "Wow, this is, this is incredible! Like these guys are the best of the best, you know." Um, so that part of it was was really really cool. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I'm pretty sure Vogel was an All Star that year. Who was? Uh, Ryan Vogel song.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I, uh, i'm pretty sure it was 11 yeah
0: yeah uh so okay so uh recently you've stayed connected to the baseball world by partnering with guardian baseball can there you tell you go. the listeners what guardian baseball is and how you join them with them yeah
1: so um for me i always really enjoyed uh business uh, and the idea of business and um You know, the idea of being able to create a product uh, or deliver a service um, that provides a lot of value to to other people. And you're kind of in that um, you're serving someone else. Um, And I also uh, was really um, always fascinated by e-commerce and the ability to, hey, um, serve uh, a mass uh, group, right? Like a mass market online. Um, and then obviously it kind of just made sense where, okay, I love baseball. I want to stay connected to baseball. Um, Matt actually reached out, the CEO reached out to me and said, Hey, you know, I think this would be something that, um, you know, you would be interested in and we would obviously love to, to have a conversation with you. And so it just kind of, uh, progressed to the point where, um, I became a bigger part of it. I felt like, um, I could add value, but I could also learn from those guys. Um, and, um, you know, still stay around the game. Uh, as well as um, continue to learn business, so um, it, it was just a good fit. They have a great team over there. Um, they're doing a really good job of, um, you know, uh, changing up the the old baseball uh, products and uh, giving them a new new fresh flair. So, um, you know, we got some work that work ahead of us, but uh, but it's been fun. It's been a fun journey with them so far.
0: Can you tell us about the hat on your head? F forty five.
1: Yeah. F45, another thing where, uh, as you get older, as a player, you kind of have to, uh, you see the light at the end of the tunnel. And, um, you know, for me, it was like, okay, well I got to figure something out. Um, what do I want to do afterwards? Um, I saw orange theories, uh, around Tampa Bay. They did really well. Um, and I went and took, uh, an F45 class I've worked with a lot of trainers over the years. Um, I, I loved the program. I, I really believed in the program. I thought it would, um, I thought it would just crush it in Tampa if, if they were in the right locations and if they were done right. And so for me, it was kind of a, a transition um, from baseball to the business world um, to learn again, learn more about business, um, try to create some cash flow, because once you stop playing, you stop making money. Uh, so you kind of have to figure out the next step. And uh, again, that's been a, a really good uh, process and journey for me. And, and uh, you know, we're continuing to grow. We got our sixth studio coming up, so we got our hands full.
0: All right, Matt. Last season, I used to end my interviews with several rapid-fire questions, and people seemed to like that, so we're going to do that. But I will change a couple of the questions this season. You can answer with with as much or as little info as you want. Ready?
1: Ready. Let's go.
0: Your favorite MLB ballpark to play in?
1: PNC Park.
0: So, before the interview, uh, we, were, we were just going over it, and Dad was like acting, my dad was acting as you, and he guessed that exact ballpark. So that was, that was was great. And that was a great guess by dad.
1: Mm -hmm. Nailed it.
0: Uh, So recently uh, on my trip to uh, Cooperstown, we were driving up to Cooperstown and to Canada. We were driving through the Pittsburgh area. So we went to a game there.
1: Oh yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's an awesome It's It's a great stadium. that, That ballpark was beautiful. That was an awesome ballpark. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously Bogey. if you hit well there, it helps.
0: <laughs> Bogey hated that stadium. Yeah. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. uh, okay. Okay, what do you got? Next. Let's what, go. is your, anyway.
0: what is your favorite MLB memory?
1: Oh man, I gotta pick one. Um,
0: <laughs> pick like two if you want, two or three.
1: Yeah, okay. I'll give you two. I'll give you two quick ones. Um Number one is my first at bat in front of my dad. My dad was going through some health issues. He came to a bunch of minor league games. He never got to see me hit a home run. My first at bat in front of my dad uh, was my first big league home run. Uh, I think it was like my third or fourth game, and we were playing the Yankees. Uh, So, um, you know, round of the bases, hitting first home run in front of my dad, my first at bat, Um, you know, not knowing, you know, what was going to happen with his health. Uh, really meant a lot to me. Um, so just you know, around the bases, touching home, looking up and seeing them in the stands, pointing at them, and just knowing like, hey man, you know, we did it, we made it. Was uh, that, so that that's a-
0: was that on the Tigers or the Rays?
1: That was the Tigers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That was the Tigers. So. And then the other one was. Uh, yeah, yeah,
0: you go. Uh, there you
1: the go. other one was, I, I broke up um, Scherzer's no hitter
0: uh, when I was playing with Tampa
1: yeah with a grand slam uh he like walked two guys he hit or he hit two guys walked somebody and um and i had uh he was like bottom of the six two outs bases uh base loaded full count you know the whole thing and ended up hitting a grand slam to break up his no hitter and then guards uh went on to finish his no hitter uh so that was a really cool game
0: wow um, that, that, that must've been heartbreaking for him. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Did, uh, they want to, the Rays went on to win that game, right?
1: Yeah. We won the game.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, uh, for your career, you hit 149 home runs, of the bigs, which was your favorite or the biggest?
1: Yeah, that one was one of the biggest ones. Um, Man, I don't know. I had a I had a few good ones in there. We had a I had a good home run in the playoffs against Texas. Um, I had a walk off home run at home with Tampa. Um, a bunch of pinch hit homers. Um, so <laughs> I don't know. Again, hard to pick one uh, out of those, but um, yeah, uh, I, th- I still stay with those top two.
0: Yeah. Those
1: top two homers. Yeah.
0: So my mom wants to know, did you have any game day or at bat superstitions?
1: Um, not, nothing too crazy, but, um, if I like had a good game, the game before I would wear, um, the same socks as, as that game that I had a good game or I would wear, I would do the same thing. You know, I wouldn't try to change anything up. Mm -hmm. Um, I, they still washed them. So I wasn't wearing like dirty socks or anything. Um, but, uh, I would I would wear the same thing or the same arm sleeve or something along those lines. I just I, I didn't want to mix it up and change the the, the juju, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. <coughs> so, uh which pitcher did you dominate? Like, which pitcher was your favorite to hit against?
1: Uh The surprising one was Scherzer. I, I actually. Faced uh, and and played really well against him. It was always and it was never easy. Like it was always tough at bat, but for whatever reason, I I would have uh, success against him. Um, you know, I think it was really he wasn't afraid to challenge you with a fastball, and um, and I was a really good fastball hitter, so it kind of worked out for me. Um, and um, you know, there was there was a couple other ones, but like every at bat in the big leagues, like there's never an easy at bat in the big leagues. You're never going up there like yes can't wait to face this guy unless unless you're you're up against
0: unless you're up against a position player probably
1: no not even because those guys are so different you're like oh if i get out or if i strike out i'm look like an idiot you know what i mean so it's like you better (laughs) you better do something you better do something good against a position player it's expected you know so i don't know
0: um who is your favorite teammate of all time
1: of all time, oh man, favorite team. I gotta pick one. I will give you. I don't know if I could pick one. So, I'll give you a couple. Uh, Carlos Peña, with the Rays, was one of my favorite. Just nice. an awesome, awesome, awesome dude. Um, Brandon Inge, when I first came up, was was my guy. Um, he was he was just just cool as as the other side of the Pillow. Man, The guy was awesome. Um, David Freeze. Definitely, nice. definitely one definitely one of my favorites um, again just another awesome dude um, and every team you know every team there was always one guy where I was like oh this is my this is my guy so I could I could go on for a while but it, you know that's how it usually goes you usually have one or a couple guys that you you gel with
0: um so we're, we're moving into the last two what is your favorite baseball movie
1: oh Lot.
0: That's a that's a great answer. Like classic, I can't disagree.
1: Yeah, it's a classic, and and I love uh, comedy movies, so you know that one's that one's top top of list for me.
0: Um, and last question: favorite player of all time? Griffey. I guessed Hands it. Both, both of us guessed yeah. it.
1: Yeah, Ken Griffney Jr., man. He was he was my guy growing up.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I had did you, poster. Did you ever get to meet him?
1: I did get to meet him. Yeah. I actually got to uh, play against him and I caught a oh. fly ball. Yeah, he flew out to me because he played 20 something years in the show. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> guy live, you know, played more in the show than he was alive. It was crazy. <laughs> um uh so that was really cool. You know, just meeting him, playing against him, uh catching uh uh a fly ball uh, that he hit was really cool. Um, and, uh, yeah, just growing up watching him, he was, he was the best dude. He, he made it look so easy. And, uh, again, you know, one of those left handed outfielders that had a sweet swing, but mm, mm, the best of all time. He was the GOAT.
0: (laughs) Matt Joyce, everybody. We did it. Thanks for taking time for me and my listeners today. Did you have fun?
1: I loved it. It was awesome. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, you know, maybe one day uh, we'll have to come back and do it again.
0: Uh, anything else you want to share that we missed?
1: Yeah, the only thing I, I want to know how you figured out the Rubik's cube is what I want to know.
0: <laughs> it's that. uh here, here. So there's like a few algorithms for it, and this is not the an exact Rubik's cube. Like this one, it turns weirdly. But okay. if if you list if you th- this one here. Right here. This yep. one is the actual Rubik's cube. Yep. So um, on, on the Tyler Zone Bro video, we talked about Rubik's cubing uh, because uh, he, he used to like Rubik's cubing. But I a lot of YouTube videos and months of practice gets me here.
1: <laughs> That's it. That's it, man. Learn and practice, right? Learn and practice.
0: Uh-huh. If you want more information about Matt Joyce, Please check out his Instagram at Joycer247. That's at J-O-Y-C-E-R 247. And check out Guardian Baseball on Instagram at Guardian Baseball. I should tell you, we have a small partnership with Guardian as well. So if you're looking for some baseball gear, hit our link on Instagram and save some money. And you can help my show by subscribing to Baseball Podcasts Our Fun on YouTube and Spotify and following at Baseball Podcasts Are Fun on Instagram. On my next show, I'm going to break down all things Cooperstown to tell you about my experience at the Dreams Park Tournament. Please check it out and stay tuned for all our new episodes this season. Until then, I am Grayson Knight, and this was Baseball Podcasts Our Fun. Don't forget to swing for the fences. See ya.